Welcome to the Selfful Podcast with your host, Georgia Holiday. My mission here on this podcast is to help you go from stress and self-doubt to sass and self-love. I truly believe the most important relationship we will ever have is the one with ourselves. So we're talking everything relating back to the self, aka you. I'm talking self-care, self-worth, self-awareness, self-confidence, and so much more. So grab a cuppa, get comfy, and let's get straight to it. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I am here with you today to talk about how our self-doubt affects our confidence because confidence and self-doubt are absolutely 100% connected and if you are prone to doubting yourself every step of the way with every tiny little thing you do think or say then chances are you also have low confidence and the reason I want to talk about this is because it seems to be popping up up a lot lately with my clients, with people on my Instagram, in my community there. And this idea of self-doubt seems to be all-consuming and really overpowering and really blocking people from connecting to their inner confidence. And it's a catch-22, really. If we aren't confident, we'll doubt ourselves. And if we doubt ourselves all the time, we're going to be diminishing our confidence. So let's look at self-doubt. Why do we doubt ourselves so much? Because after all, we are the only person in the world that knows what is truly going on inside our head, our brain, our minds, what we believe, what we think. We are the people that know ourselves more than anyone else. So why do we doubt every decision that we make? From the smallest, what colour should I paint my nails, to the biggest, should I leave this relationship, right? And self-doubt can be exhausting. It is exhausting. And if you don't get to the bottom of it, it is going to rule your life. So why do we doubt ourselves? If we know ourselves the best, if we know ourselves, you know, more than anyone else, why do we not believe that we know what is best for us? Why do we not... Uh, believe that we can make a decision that is right for us. Usually this comes from a lifetime of social conditioning, especially as women, limiting beliefs, past experiences, sometimes trauma and lack of self-trust. So we're going to really look at lack of self-trust today in this episode. So what is lack of self-trust? That can look like constantly breaking promises to yourself, constantly letting yourself down. So if you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it, that is breaking a promise to yourself. It's letting yourself down. Lack of self-trust can look like being mean to yourself, saying horrible things to yourself, being unkind to yourself, being judgmental towards yourself, all these kind of things and crossing your own boundaries. So if you know that you have a boundary that you don't want other people to cross, but you continually cross it yourself, that is what lack of self-trust looks like. You are breaking that boundary to yourself. And if you're living your life doing things on the regular, then how the hell are you supposed to trust yourself? Because the more you break your own trust, the more you're going to doubt yourself. Let me say that again. The more you break your own trust, the more you will doubt yourself. So if you are someone that feels you have a lot of self-doubt in your life, it is very possibly because 
you break your own trust again and again and again, day in and day out. So let me share this little analogy with you to see if this resonates. Imagine you have a friend that was always late to everything, like maybe you made plans to go for dinner or meet up to go for a walk or, you know, go to the cinema, whatever it is. And every single time she's late. Maybe you actually have someone in your mind right now that is in your life that does this. So imagine that person if you do. If not, you can just make one up. And then imagine that she always says mean things to you. She's always unkind to you. She always oversteps your boundaries. She doesn't respect your boundaries. She doesn't honor them. She doesn't have your back. And she always flakes out on plans at the last possible minute. Would you trust her? Would you see her as reliable? Would you have confidence in her as a friend? probably not right probably not you'd be doubting her all the time doubting if she's gonna turn up for that lunch that you said you were gonna go to doubting if she's gonna turn up to the cinema she's gonna flake out the last minute doubting if she actually meant what she said to you doubting if she actually wants to be your friend right you're gonna start to doubt everything about her because her actions are making her unreliable they're making her untrustworthy and the same goes for you If you don't trust yourself, you will always be doubting yourself, always be dwelling on your decisions, always questioning if you did or said the right thing or if you maybe didn't say the right thing and you'll be stressing about that and dwelling on that. So the key when it comes to reducing your self-doubt is actually increasing your self-trust. So how can we increase our self-trust? I am going to share with you six ways that you can do that starting right now. So number one, keep promises to yourself. If you say you're going to go for a walk, make sure it happens. Make sure you go for that walk. If you say to yourself, right, tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up at 6am. You make sure you get up at 6am. You don't snooze your alarm. You get out of bed at 6am make sure it happens. If you arrange a self-care date with yourself or you book a therapy session or whatever it is, make sure that thing happens. Because every time you break a promise to yourself, you lose a little more trust in yourself, which leads to more self-doubt and then less confidence. So you need to keep these promises to yourself. You wouldn't skip out on a friend all the time, would you? You wouldn't constantly, you know, be like that friend that we described earlier. Hopefully you wouldn't anyway. You wouldn't skip out on a friend all the time. So why do it to yourself? Keep promises to yourself. Number two, stop procrastinating and get it done. Procrastinating is a surefire way to drum up some more self-doubt. Think about it. The more time you give yourself to overthink, overanalyze and dwell, the more time you're going to have to question whether you are capable and good enough. So whatever that thing is, maybe you, um, maybe let's take the example we used before. You said, right, I'm going to go for a walk, but you're procrastinating going for that walk for whatever reason. The more time you give yourself to faff and think about it and overanalyze and dwell, the more time you're going to give yourself to make up excuses of why you shouldn't go. Maybe I'm not worthy of exercise. Maybe I'm not worthy of moving my body and having endorphins and getting out in nature and feeling good, okay? So you're going to give yourself more time to like talk yourself out of it. So drop the faffing, stop procrastinating and just get it done. 
Number three, set boundaries and honor your boundaries. Look, I know I always talk about boundaries, but that is because I am so ridiculously passionate about them. They have changed my life. They are extremely important when it comes to our mental health, managing our energy and our confidence. So I've spoken about boundaries a lot on the podcast. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 28 and episode 51 of the podcast, where I go into more detail about what boundaries are, why they're important, how to set them. And also things to remember when you are setting them. So boundaries, super, super important. Go and listen to those two episodes where I talk all about boundaries to find out more about that one. Twenty twenty has been a wild ride so far. So, needless to say, our nervous systems have taken a bit of a hit. Maybe it's left you feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious, physically tired, or completely emotionally drained. And girl, I feel you. It's been a crazy time for all of us, and we've all been in survival mode. We're still here we're coping but we're not thriving and probably not functioning optimally. Most of us are in fight or flight mode which is fine for a short amount of time but for months on end during say I don't know a global pandemic it isn't good for us and it definitely is not good for our bodies. It can start to manifest physically in the body as aches and pains, headaches, lack of energy, declining mental health, feeling run down or becoming totally burnt out. So I want to help you rebalance that and regain some control over your body's nervous system and of course your mental health which is extremely important. That is why I created my brand new offering Flow From Home. Flow From Home is like a massage for your soul. It is a 60 minute one-to-one virtual session which means you can be anywhere in the world and do this session with me and we focus on relaxing, de-stressing, grounding and moving any stagnant energy in the body. So it is perfect for anyone feeling anxious, overwhelmed or just completely stressed out by everything going on this year, which let's be honest, I think is a lot of us. So in these sessions, we're going to be looking at meditation, yoga style stretching, Pilates style strengthening, total chill vibes, all from the coziness of your own home. There is limited availability, so if you do want to grab one of these sessions, then please reach out. You can book by sending me an email at georgia at gljfit.co.uk. Alternatively, you can just send me a DM on Instagram or connect with me via my website and we can get you all booked in for one of these incredible soul-nourishing sessions. I cannot wait to flow with you. Number four, do things that you are good at. So the more you do things that you're good at or things that you can see yourself improving in, you will begin to trust that actually you are capable. Actually, you can do this. So this practice not only builds your confidence in that thing, whatever it is, but also builds it generally. And it also builds our self-trust. Therefore, obviously reducing that self-doubt. So the more you do things you're good at, the more you send a signal and a message to your brain, 
I am good at things. I can do things. I am capable. I am good at this. I am worthy. I am enough. Okay. So it's a really, really great message to send to your brain that, yeah, I've got this. I'm capable. I can do it. So it builds that confidence and builds that self-trust, which then obviously reduces that self-doubt. Number five, show up for yourself every single day. So whatever that means to you, maybe showing up for yourself every single day means making your bed every single morning. That is a really, really good one to do. And it's something that I like to do every single day because what that does is before you even start your day, you've already got a win, right? Even if you do nothing else that day, when it gets to the nighttime and you go to get in bed, you've got a nice freshly made bed to get into and that just feels good. It just feels nice. So something as simple as like making your bed every single morning can be a great way to show up for yourself. Maybe showing up for yourself looks like meditating every day. That doesn't need to be like a 15, 20 minute meditation. It could just be five minutes of deep, mindful, conscious breathing. Maybe showing up for yourself looks like going to therapy or exercising or drinking enough water. It can look like anything. And that is obviously so, so personal to you. So figure out what that means. What does it mean to you to show up for yourself every single day and then do those things every single day to prove to yourself that you are reliable and you can count on yourself. Last one, number six, feel the fear and do it anyway. Get out of your comfort zone. So When it comes to self-doubt, what a lot of people do is they think about the worst case scenario, right? They think of like, oh, if I I do that, that'll be awful because, you know, I'll get rejected, I'll get abandoned, I'll lose my job, I'll end up homeless, I'll die, right? Like you always jump to the worst case scenario when those self-doubt thoughts spiral out of control. So instead of always thinking about the worst case scenario and how you might die if you make the wrong choice... Focus on what could go right. What is the best case scenario? What happens if that actually happened? What about if the best case scenario actually happened? Because that is totally possible. That is a possibility. And this will be a hard mindset to adopt at first, especially if you're used to always jumping to the worst like case scenario, the worst possible thing. But the more you practice challenging those thoughts and balancing them with, okay, but what if that didn't happen? And what about if something good happened instead? The more you do that, the more you practice that, you're going to build self-trust, you're going to believe in yourself and that's going to lead to less self-doubt. So having the courage to get out of your comfort zone, that doesn't mean that you're going to be confident in something straight away. It doesn't mean that you're going to be amazing at it straight away. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be scared. It means you're practicing switching that mindset, shifting your perspective about something, feeling scared to do something, doing it anyway, and then realizing and proving to yourself, I didn't die. The worst case scenario did not happen, okay? And I think that's a really, really good practice to get into because if we don't do that, self-doubt can hold us back from so, so much. It can hold us back from, you know, going for new jobs that we really want to go for, talking to new people, starting a business, moving our bodies, even meditating. It can hold us back from so, so much. So that's a really, really good tip to kind of like 
boost yourself out of that zone of self-doubt, out of your comfort zone and getting into that feeling and that vibe of trusting yourself and self-confidence. So I hope those six tips to help you build your self-trust have been useful. I really, really help. I really hope you implement some of those and try them and see how you get on. They are all free. So there is absolutely no excuse to not do them. There is no excuse not to give them a go. Try them. And then you can come back to the drawing board if they don't work. So don't sit there and doubt yourself and be like, oh, I could never push myself out of my comfort zone. Oh, I could never shirt for myself every day. Oh, I'm not good at everything. I'm not good at anything. So I can't do things I'm good at. I'm a massive procrastinator. So I can't do that one. Okay. Stop telling these stories to yourself and make it happen. Make it happen. Okay. Get it done. Try it. Because you are capable you are worthy of moving past this self-doubt and moving into confidence and self-trust. I really hope this episode was helpful. If it was, please do let me know because I always love to hear your feedback. I love getting messages on my Instagram saying that you listened to an episode and you loved it and it really helped you. And of course, if you did find it helpful and you think one of your friends or your family members will find it useful as well, share it with them, share it on your stories on Instagram. If you do share it on social media, please do tag me so I can say thank you as it always means so, so much to me when you do share any of my content, any of my podcasts. It really, really does mean the world. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever you are doing. And until we speak next time, don't forget to live your most self-full life.